Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, for more fun with Lori and Julia. That's a great song, Grant. I know. Oh, I love getting, that song. We're getting excited we for Tim McGraw. We are getting excited for Tim McGraw. Okay, so some things you may or may not have known about Tim McGraw. Um, besides, he wears white, tight jeans. Always tight. Always tight. Mm-hmm. So he is... Um, Let's see. Let's start with this. He thought his stepfather was his real father till he was 11 years old. Oh, wow. He did not know that his real dad was Tug McGraw, who was a famous pitcher, right? Yeah. He was a famous pitcher for the Philadelphia Flyers. Was it like a one-night... Philadelphia Phillies. Was it a one-night stand kind of a situation? And she was dating somebody else, and then she passed the baby off as his... Oh, Lori, look at you. And you know the story with that, too. He had, like, he was a fan of his growing up, and he had his poster in his bedroom and everything, and had no idea that, that this it guy was, did was the his mom, dad. Did yeah. the mom finally confess that she didn't know who oh, the father Lori. was, and he start, started Lori looking like him? Lori wants all the details. Now, what's the rule here about asking No follow-up, follow-up questions. questions. <laughs> yeah. We don't know the answer to that I'm going to just speculate. I read a lot about him last night. You'd think I would remember more. I don't know that, but I do know that. But, I mean, that is kind of a scandalous so, thing. so much a scandal that he um, found out the truth about his father when he was 11 years old. He had only seen his father two times until he w- was about 18 years old. and then Tug? He, yeah, Tug. And then they developed a relationship when McGraw was an adult and remained close till Tug's death in 2004. For some reason, I always thought his dad did chiro- chirogenics. Didn't he want to be frozen or something? You're thinking of that other baseball dude, the old, old, old guy, okay. Ted Williams. Yes, and I was thinking, I got those His two head eggs. somewhere is cryogenically, <laughs> you know, in frozen. storage. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so, right. It is. I think so. All right, so he originally attended Northeast Louisiana University on a baseball scholarship. Wow. Studied pre-law before he left to pursue music. While in college, he taught himself how to play guitar. Eventually, he was playing in clubs. He did that for a while before moving to Jacksonville, Florida, and then on to Nashville, where he was signed his first deal. Wow. Okay, so in 1996, I think he met Faith Hill. She was his, um, they met before they met. They met before she was his warm-up band yeah. on a tour. So they met once at like a country jam kind of thing or something. And then a year later, she was his, she opening, was act. his opening act. So he proposed to Faith Hill when they were on the road together at Country Jam in Colorado. And they were in Tim McGraw's dressing room before he was scheduled to go on stage. Right before he went to perform, he asked Faith Hill to marry him. 
and she did not give him an answer before he went out on stage. So when he comes back to his dressing room, back off stage, I come in Sharpie with a lipstick at the end of it, a lipstick kiss, and it said, yes, I'm going to be your wife. She oh. wrote on the mirror. Or on his shirt or somewhere. Yeah. It didn't say, but I'll just assume. Yeah. I like that on the mirror. Yeah, the I like that too. Um, let's see. He has been in many movies. He was in The Blind Side. He was um, Sandra Bullock's husband. That's right. The adoptive father of future NFL player Michael Orr. Mm-hmm. Um, he also was in he, he um, Friday up. Night Lights. That's right. He was in Tomorrowland. He was in um, Country Strong. He's also going to be in the prequel to Yellowstone that we, by the way, if you're just joining us, Kevin Costner talked to us earlier today at 3 o'clock. I think the replay is going to be good tonight at 6. Or you can download it on the app. Um, And he's going to be with Faith Hill in the prequel to Yellowstone called 1883. Mm -hmm. So the the original Duttons that farmed the the ranch or homesteaded on this land. Exactly. So it would be like Kevin Costner's character's great-grandparents. Exactly. Right? I think so. Lori, I'm going to just agree with everything you said. Maybe a great-great. I don't know. I'm bad at math sometimes. They've... Yeah, he, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw have recorded dozens of things together, but the one that I love is It's Your Love. Just does something to me. Yeah. Can't say what to do me. You could play that later, Grant. Um, other things about him is that... Does it say anything about his hair situation? Well, he thinks the reason why he always wears hats is he thinks his forehead is the size of a football field. And he was losing his hair. Right. And then he did the plugs. And then he did that. He did. But he yeah. always... He thinks his forehead is just yeah. huge. And he was Some, always like paranoid in the, about in it. In the blind side, he had a very distracting, bad clip-in bang. Yeah. That that bugged me. Yep. <laughs> I she remember did. so that. much. So much. You I was did. just distracted. I just kept wanting to fix it. You I, know. I agree, Lori, with yeah. that with that thing. So I love that song. Good song. They have one of the highest grossing. They went on a tour together, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, in 2006, and it was one of the highest grossing tours of any music genre. Wow. Mm-hmm. Big bucks. He had a big falling out with his original record label. Um, was Curb Records, and they started to get a little greedy, and we just heard this about Kanye West, whose name I just hate saying, but um, they released a Greatest Hits album without Tim McGraw ever approving it. Just to get more money. Mm -hmm. So he and the label had tons of lawsuits, but he was finally given permission by a judge to go with another label, finally. In 2008, he's talked about this a lot recently, his wife told him, you need to get sober, dude. Um, friends were worrying about him, how much he was partying and drinking. And he said, people said things. People were worried about me. It wasn't that oh, I dear. didn't know as well. But ultimately, it's really about how I want to be to be around my kids. Yeah. How I want them to see me when I grow up. And so he, in 2008, quit drinking. And got buff. He and got then, so buff. And he oh started doing two workouts a day oh. with his extra energy. And so two a days, and he does elliptical swimming, treadmill, CrossFit, blah, blah, blah. I try to work out every day, days like today, when he was interviewed for this one in 2013, he says, I won't have a chance to work out, but I know days are coming where I'll have a chance to work out, and I'll work out hard for hours and hours and hours, but he lost a ton of weight. Yeah, he he did. did. Grant, is he known, does he wear a nice, tight V-neck T-shirt? Uh, most, is that his signature uh, look? Yeah, occasionally. I think he wears a lot of white tees. He's got the that, white, tight white tees. Sometimes yes, he, sometimes yes. not, but he always rocks. He's a big, He likes the white. Yeah, no, please. And yeah. he's tan. And he's mus- he like muscular. That. 
In um, 2002, when his album was released, the first time his band recorded this album with them, it was um, Tim McGraw and the Dance Hall Doctors. It sold more than 500,000 copies during it, its first week, and he bought members of his band, every single one, Harley Davidson motorcycles or vintage car, whatever they want. Wow. That's Elvis-like. You know, That's so fun. I love it when somebody does that with their money. They just like go all Elvis. Here's a house. Here's a car. <laughs> like George Clooney. <laughs> you know, all of his friends when he sold no, Casamigos. No one a million dollars, and I already paid the taxes. Yeah, he gave all of his friends a million dollars in cash and uh, ten friends in duffel bags, and yep. he paid the the taxes on. I mean, t- I don't know how anyone's going to top that for a best friend who made it big gift. Two million. Can you hear too? Yeah, but I'm just yeah, like I that. I like, would agree. Even just like going to get ten million dollars in cash, like does that take a week's notice or? Oh, look who you're looking at. Yeah, yeah. Lori, I'm yeah, waiting on my bag. Answer. Yeah, I'm waiting I on my bag. I have questions about that. You know, <laughs> like how one goes about doing that. You know. Well, we're gonna. That's gonna be a random someday. I'm gonna call the bank tomorrow <laughs> and find out. Excuse me, Wells Fargo. How do I come in and get? Couple million bucks, not yeah. two. I want ten. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bringing I don't know in the how bags. That works. Yeah. Well, he probably has a manager who had to do all the legwork. Sure. You know, and then they got the accountant and the lawyers involved, and there you go. You know, a personal call to a banker and a lot of excitement. And I bet he had to do, you know, he had to promise some selfies. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julie. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair, and I might say it's kind of a quiet day out here, so it would be a good day to come out, people. Yeah, beautiful. It's lovely. Um, we'll be right back with Random Thoughts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, everybody. Can you hear me? Can you? Okay. My headset's kind of going in now. All right, here are some... Silly, silly facts. You know, we've got Jen Colbert coming on with us at 4.30 today. She's a big comic. She's going to be in town this weekend, and we're going to give away some tickets. So um, get ready for that. You know who she is if you Google her. So you can put the voice with the face. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So there actually is a day that they call the least interesting day in history. Mm. Because um, software developers at this software site called True Knowledge did a search engine project on every day in history, and they all have a ton of events and things that have happened. But there's this one day, April 11th, 1954, where literally only two things occurred. A soccer player named Jack Shufflebotham died, and a Turkish academic named Abdullah Altar was born. That's it. Unless you were born that day. Well, right, but those are the only two things i mean because you usually this day in history there's lists and lists and lists and lists so if you're wondering, don't expect april much 11, next april april right. 11 is a very i don't know how to i don't know how to on behalf of the crowd time. we thank you for uh okay, giving do you us ever have, you never have heartburn do you not, i do not very often i do but this is a good fact to know for us heartburn sufferers it turns out that the saliva that's stimulated by chewing gum becomes more alkaline and effectively neutralizes the acid reflex that creates heartburn while soothing your esophagus. So if you chew gum after a meal, it will reduce your heartburn. Did anybody know that? I did not. Well, people knew that fact. All right. I like knowing that because I get that. Yeah. So just chew a little gum. And if you chew gum while you're reading things, it makes you remember it better. Or chew gum while you study. Just don't snap. Two snappers are not welcome. No. Or bubble blowers. Yeah. What do you think is the longest living insect? 
What, what do I look like? National Geographic. Yeah. Longest living insect. Yeah, cockroach. Good one, audience. Cockroach. I'm going with the audience. Did you say cockroach? Yes. What is with the smart group here today? Yeah, I know it. It is. Well, remember they say even in nuclear, you know, only the the cockroaches. 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 (laughs) Or the cockroaches. You know, the cockroaches that that do coke or drink coke. Right. Sniff it and drink it. You know them. A hundred years. Okay. I've only lived in one place where there were cockroaches. Hawaii. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I had to turn on the light and just keep my eyes shut for yeah. 50 seconds before I even <laughs> entered yeah. my gross place mm. I lived for mm-hmm. part of the time. Yeah. I, li- I just thought. We lived I- in a number of places that had cockroaches. It's moist and humid. Everything That's- has to be in plastic containers. Oh. You can't keep anything in, uh, you know, cardboard cartons. They'll get in there. My mom told me a cockroach story when I was a baby in Biloxi, Mississippi at Keesler Air Force Base. And. She, actually, they didn't even live on. They, my dad wasn't even eligible for base housing. He had one stripe, and she said their crappy little apartment. She said we would turn on the lights and the cockroaches would scatter out of your crib. Ah! Uh, my mom was just like, ah! I would call my mom and just saying, oh, I want to come back to Minnesota. I don't like Mississippi. Please send money so we can upgrade. Okay, that they is- were only there a year, but still, yeah. How long were you there? You were a year. There. I was born there. A year of having... That's what's wrong with you. You yeah. had cockroaches right. sleeping, was, living with you. Right. I knew it was something. I'm so hardy. I, mm-hmm. Oh, you were. You were mm-hmm. meaty to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a fact now that I wish I had known before last Friday night and let this Monday night. But three potato chips cause more weight gain. It's the number three on the list. But potato chips cause more weight gain than any other food. Because you can't just have, like, three. How upsetting is that? A Harvard University studied more than 120,000 people and found that potato chips were to blame for the gain of an average of 1.69 per person over five years. They are the fatteningest thing. Sugar-sweetened beverages is just a pound, so you can drink a lot of Coke. Unprocessed red meat, under a pound, but those are the three things. This I'm going to eat more ice cream, less potato chips, is what I just heard. <laughs> I feel like that's that's what's happening there. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, like, a potato chip, a ruffle dipped in top the tater. Oh, my god! Oh, that just is so good. Yes, you know what I've taken, too, because I can eat the entire box, and it's only 400 calories. What? And that's not a lot of calories if you haven't eaten all, a lot all day. I, you know, whatever Cauliflower math. chips from Aldi. Oh, really? I, on the way home, went and bought four boxes last night. Because <laughs> they're only like two ninety. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
nine. You yeah. Know, they don't charge you too much at Aldi. But you can eat an entire box of these little square chips, and they're filling after you get 59 million in your mouth. Yeah. But the whole box, I mean, like, it's like 44 chips is only like 100 calories. Julia. Whereas I looked at the back of everything, the banana chips or the other chips or the veggie chips, you know, you can only eat like seven. Right. So if you want quantity and not quality, but don't want the calories, cauliflower chips from Aldi. From Aldi's. Those work. Um, bananas can't reproduce. Did you know that? No. Banana. You know what? I will tell you a banana thing. What grows. I cannot eat the end of a banana. I know you can't. That the little, brown end. No, even if it's not brown, there, it's, I hate that tip. I always cut it off. Both ends. I have to have a One clean, end has more ickiness than the other. I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't like that. I get grossed out at that. That's why I never want to order a smoothie. They put the whole, they put the butt and the head in. Oh, stop. <laughs> By that point, it doesn't matter. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and I don't want to wait in line for a smoothie. No, you, know. you aren't a smoothie girl. I'm anymore. not. I can't they, even imagine you yeah. eating because I like a smoothie. I know. They make my teeth hurt. You have the sensitive teeth. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want everyone, to, buddy, to plug your nose. Lori, this is you, and now try to hop. Mm-hmm. You can't. It's impossible. It'd be a fun little thing for a kid. Yeah. Kids out there, try to plug your nose. And hum. And hop. It's impossible, Julia. It is impossible. It is impossible to do that. Grant printed me random, random miscellaneous facts today. <laughs> oh, so none he? of these were from the machine. Oh, okay. That's The machine good, fresh. was used out by the other shows today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's see here. Well, you told me about this story, Lori. The woman who was selling um, anti-vax, she called herself anti-vax mama, and she was selling fake vaccination cards on Instagram. She got busted for selling them. They, she's 31 years old. She sold more than 250 fake cards, charging $200 a piece. And she spelled Moderna wrong on the card. You know, she'd do the fake card. She spelled it M-A-D instead of M-O-D. Moderna. Right. And she um, also was working with another woman to fraudulently enter people into the New York State immunization database at a cost of 250 So she could make 450 off one person. Good Lord. She was busted. And how she got busted was because she, someone, a TikTok user, posted a video about it last week, and it got to enough people. That damn TikTok. It's working. I guess so. It's working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone sent me a thing with a picture of our TikTok video because we talked to some, was it Eduardo? Eduardo at the giant Ferris wheel. At the giant Ferris, wheel. Ferris wheel, and I t- tried to stand up to see if I could ride it. Because you had to be so tall. <laughs> and Julia just <laughs> made the, she just made it. it just, <laughs> just, just, just made Edu- it. Eduardo, we could see eye to eye. Yeah, I know. So I said, that's why we're taking the tickets and not manning this thing. Because we can't reach up to even unlatch the bar. Right. Oh, my gosh. All right. Everybody. Woo. It's hump day. It is hump day. Mm-hmm. Beautiful when day. we come back, fair, we've got a we've special got Jen guest. Cober with us. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia my talk. We've got special guest Jen Cober with us, and I want to play a little bit for you as we get her in. Sure you can tell by my haircut. It's telling you something. <laughs> Picking up the context clues. Those of you that don't get it, I'll just tell you. I swim in the lady pond. I do my hunting in the lady forest. (laughs) 
Oh, we are so happy right now to have Jen Kober with us. Um, Jen, welcome to the Twin Cities. You're you're live at the Minnesota State Fair today. Oh, that's amazing. That's are amazing. Hi, Lori and Julia. I'm excited to be here. Hi. Um, where are we talking to you? Where are you today? Today I am in Columbus, Ohio. After oh. this interview, I will drive to Akron, Ohio, where my show is. And then I have to come drive back to Columbus tonight after the show because tomorrow I have to be in Los Angeles. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is a glamorous life. It is. And then you're coming here for a show that is going to be this Saturday night at the Parkway Theater, which is, first of all, have you ever been there before, Jen? I have. I did a show there that was a benefit when you guys were passing marriage equality. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Back that place then, is beautiful. Yeah. So, so I've done a show there, actually. It's a fantastic venue. It really is. And I I got caught up on you last night watching YouTube videos of you. You're hysterical. Oh, thank you. That's, yeah, that's the new thing. This is what I love about technology. Before you put on real pants and pay money to see me, you can vet me on YouTube <laughs> and make sure I'm worth the, the trip out of the house. Listen, I know we're we're becoming YouTube um, stars ourselves right now, and we feel the same way about that YouTube thing. I always have to be camera ready. Okay, so if people don't know you from your comedy, they may have seen you. You have been in RuPaul's AJ and the Queen on Netflix that we loved. You've been in, um, let's see, Dead to Me, which we loved. Yes. Um, the Middle. <laughs> yes. Frank, um, the Mindy Project, Anger Management, Curb Your Enthusiasm. So. I think I think a lot of people, you know, would recognize yes. you outside of watching. Yeah, YouTube I've been videos. in like I've been in like one or two episodes of every show. <laughs> I'm on the new season of uh, American Horror Story too. Oh, that which oh, I'm actually double feature? scared to watch. Oh my gosh, I watched Jen the back to back, you know, episodes last week, and I was scared out of my mind. I yelled out loud four times. So you haven't made an appearance yet. Yes, I have. I was oh, you, in the first episode. You were? What part were you? Who were you? I I was the bartender in the yes. restaurant. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, oh, that was. A I make good, I make a scene. few I make a few fun small appearances. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin was just creepy looking. Oh, girl, he and I would play Legos in between uh, <laughs> takes. They because we were shooting during uh, you know during lockdown there at. at in December, January, and um, so we were all wearing like a mask and a face shield and all these other things. And um, we they made us uh, they put plastic partitions even in between the actors. And so he and I put a table between us because our little uh, casting chairs were next to each other. And we would play Legos during all the. He loves Legos. Oh, oh that is funny. And I don't think we've seen him act in anything in a very long time. Yeah, that he, the first day of filming, he said, "Hey, you want to feel old?" I was like, "Not particularly." <laughs> right. He goes, he goes uh, "I'm 40," and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like it did. It made me feel old. The kid from Home Alone is 40. That I think would... actually he's 41. He just had a birthday the other day. So, oh my god! You know, you 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 think about that and it was christmas time it was so funny because it was christmas time when we were shooting we finished like around december 17th or so and um we were all packing up our stuff and we knew we were going to have a long break you know for the holidays and somebody walked by uh 
the row of characters, the row, the row of cast members, and goes, Merry Christmas. And Macaulay goes, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. And everybody just fell out laughing. He's got a really great, you know, sense of humor. He gets that he's in a movie that everyone, no matter how old you are or how right. young you are, has seen. And, and that people get excited when they see him. And he's very cool about it. That, that's awesome. You know, um, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Jen Colbert. She's going to be at the Parkway Theater this Saturday. Advance tickets are $18 or 24 at the door. You know, how do you, you know, how do you describe your show? I mean, is it just what we heard? or I mean, you're funny, you're funny, you're funny. Who, who loves seeing you? I don't know. This is a really um, crappy... You know what? I, I, this I is a bad show... question. <laughs> well, so you don't even have one, to answer. One we can move on to the next one. <laughs> it's, a, it's a storytelling thing, right? I okay. tell a lot of stories from my life, from... You know, I've had people just yell out questions before at the beginning of a show, and I'll start by answering their question, and then it leads me into, you know, whatever the next material is and all that. So, you know, it's, it's a really funny, um, long... It's one long laugh. I, that's what I would say. It's, that's it's that's a, a great description. It's really, mm -hmm. it's really fun. And it and the whole thing, um, you know, it's all connected. It's not like joke, punchline, joke, punchline. I mean, there are jokes and punchlines, but there's there's a, a story to it. And uh, Jason Schomer, who's opening for me uh, at this show, is uh, a, a Minneapolis uh, native and has been on the road opening for Louis Anderson a lot, and he's super funny. And, and the two of us just complement each other very well. We have such a good time when we're together. And uh, inevitably, I end up telling a story of whatever Jason and I got into right before the show. I love that. I love that. So when you were growing up, Jen, who did you think was really funny, or who kind of piqued your interest oh, in going? I was, I was into Carol Burnett, Lily oh. Tomlin, Gilda Radner, Madeline Kahn. I mean, just all these great comedic icons. So, those, yeah. Those are great ones. Did you ever meet any of them? I did. I have met Lily Tomlin. Uh, I'm, I'm working on the Carol Burnett. I'm, oh. I'm, I have a connection there, and I'm hoping that it all pans out. Um, but Madeline Kahn and Gilda Radner, I, I saw uh, posthumously. I'm, I'm not as old yeah. as I look. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I don't, uh, they were. By the time I was old enough to to meet them, they were they were gone, gone sadly. Yeah. But but I I adore the the performances. I could watch. I mean, I could watch Gilda Radner read a phone book. Like she's I think just so. so funny in everything she does. We and agree um, with and you. Carol Burnett is is the same way for me. I'm adoring Grace and Frankie. Watching Lily Tomlin, you know, at the age of 88 you know, annihilate everyone else and just kill it in every episode. She's so funny. Is she 88? Lily Tomlin well, is 80? I, I don't know. She, Did, she, I, I, maybe I, maybe I don't want to say that because what if I'm wrong? Right, and then you're wrong. now Lily Tomlin hates me for making her older. Let's no, that's okay. 78. Maybe 78. Okay, because yeah. I was just thinking, I don't know that she's, wow. She's a funny I lady. I don't know that she is either. I think they both turned 80, but I could be wrong. 82. I think you're right. She's 82, oh, she's 82 years 82. old. Holy cow, isn't go. that amazing? That's so fun. So when you fly and back I mean, on... I'm sorry? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that they, um, 
they really, really, really are both playing at the top of their game, her and Jane Fonda. Like, and to see and to know that they've been friends for so long and that they have this, this camaraderie in real life, is, it makes the show even better. It's a funny show. That is, I started watching it. I, I poo-pooed it for it's years because I just didn't want to get into it, but I kind of started it this summer. It is hysterical. They're good company. They, they with, really, you know, to keep you company they, at home, they're fun. They are. Okay, so wait, if you have your, like, your dream, your dream pair up, I mean, I saw that you were on Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. Yeah. What, that was pretty is great. Is that all improv? Does he make you improv all your lines? Completely, completely improvised. Were you scared to death? He tells you, he tells you it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the truth is, is he creates an environment where you feel at ease to do that. Like, every take was different. I didn't know what that was going to come out as. That's like I, fun. In the, in the audition, in the audition, he says this, he says to me, um, the the joke is that he has uh, moved in next to a, a battered women's shelter, and I'm a very tough looking woman. And he says, "You're living here," and I, you know, I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "You you really look like you could take care of yourself. Like I wouldn't be a, a domestic violence victim." And in the audition, I punched him for saying that, and that's how I got the part. Okay, I love that. That's a great story. So Gosh. we're going to see you in this upcoming season. Yeah. Yes. Good one. Good catch, Lori. Yeah. Good catch. All right. So <laughs> we we are um, we gotta go. We gotta go to commercial break. But we are so delighted to meet you, Jen. I think people should get tickets. I think you you're very, very, very funny, and it would be a fun show. And it's so affordable. It's just eighteen dollars in advance or twenty four at the door at the Parkway right this Saturday night. Jen Colber, and then um, we're we're really honored to have you on our show. Well, thanks so much. It was great talking to you ladies. I had a fantastic time, and I hope that people will come out to the show because it's a great venue. It's a great show. I promise you a night full. Your cheeks are going to hurt. I promise. That's the best comedy show ever. All right. Thanks so much. And then why don't we give one of our pairs of tickets away to the seventh caller, Grant? Sounds good. Yeah. At 651. Give us a buzz. 651-641. 1071, the seventh caller pair of tickets. If you can go this Saturday night to see Jen Colber and Jason Schomer, who is a Minnesota native, we just learned at the Parkway. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's time for Hollywood Speak. Hollywood Speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, Julia, this, I hope you're going to be able to Hollywood Speak in a filing on Monday. Brittany Spears' lawyer said this, the status quo is no longer tolerable, tolerable, and Britney Spears will not be extorted. Oh, her dad wants money because he said he might step down, right? Yes. And now he wants money to do it. Yes. He's a pig. He wants $1.3 million to pay his attorney fees that the attorneys that fought to, you know, keep against her, his daughter. Keep her in the conservative. And then he wants $500,000 in management fees for him and um as well as some additional payments to uh, a couple other things and think of how bad you'd feel if this was your family well here's what here's what her lawyer said mr spears blatant attempt is a non-starter well there you go anyway remember and you brought this up in the double wide today about when um Kevin Federline wanted to go back in and renegotiate how much money he was pay, being paid in child support 
because it was set, you know, in 2007 or whatever, and it was 2020. 20,000 Yeah, 000 and he wanted to up it, and the dad. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And then he asked for an audit. You want a financial audit because you're technically, you're, that support is based on your income. And she did the Vegas show and he never asked for an increase. Right. And then when he did... The dad started like planting stories about him and playing PR dirty. And then Kevin's lawyer just was like, okay, we'll take a financial audit then of how much money Miss Britney Spears, my ex-wife, makes. And then he said, okay, we'll up it it without the financial audit. So I think this will be very eye-opening. He's been doing some bad things. Think about how bad. Isn't that rotten? It's rotten. Okay. Uh, Madonna was strutting her stuff in Times Square last night. We posted the photo. What is going on? I want to say who cares, but I'm not going to say that because that is a really bad Hollywood story. Yes, it is. It's really bad. I'm going to say, oh, my gosh, she must be shooting a video for something really important. Julia, she is going to be performing at the VMAs. And again, who cares? Who watches the VMAs? Julia, we always watch the VMAs for the performance. We saw Miley tweak with the foam finger. There's always something to talk about. We have a radio show. We will watch it on Sunday, September 12th. I've just been told what I'm doing. So. Yeah, Justin Bieber's performing at it. All but right. I think that she was feeling based as she gets out of a cab. She's in a, a trench coat In or a something. trench coat with her hair looking really kind of, it didn't look parted down the middle. It looked like wavy, like kind of 1940s sort of glamorous hair. And it's a belted and it looks like she has heels on. You're struck at how tiny she is. But she's walking very, like, very saucy, you know. And then she puts her hands behind her back, both hands behind her back, which is a regal way to if you ever want someone not to talk to you that's what you do is you put your hands behind your back it just signals don't talk to me i'm not available and then she's kind of walking so i don't know if they're going to show that and then she's going to walk out on stage for the live oh got it got it i think it's going to be part of her entrance like she's literally pulling up in a taxi performing she's not hosting no 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 she's just doing a performance and then justin bieber is that's a new one today but right they're gonna make it seem like she just got dropped off you know in a taxi all right in Times square but they did like she'd ever drive in a taxi but they filmed it at three in the morning well that's when you'd have to when no one's out there that's right that's when you would have to do you know our performance with kevin costner is going to be live on the my talk youtube station has anyone watched our youtubes they're kind of cute people do work a lot of work for those but yeah. anyway at five o'clock yeah that's hitting today laura yeah he's so he's he was just delightful, we, was got, delightful. we got good stuff okay rose mcgowan thinks oprah winfrey is quote unquote as fake as they come those are fighting words about Oprah. As fake as they come. What do you make of that? I feel like I'm, I I feel dead inside right now, Lori. I feel like I don't have any comebacks. Okay, yet. let me I, tell you. I, I, tell let me, me what tell I you. should think no, about no, that. No, no, no. Rose McGowan lives in Tulum now. 
She's got Mexico. A, she's got a very, yeah, Yucatan Peninsula below uh, Cancun and Playa del Carmen. She's, she's got access. She's had a rough life. She's got access to excellent uh, ganja, pacalolo, whatever you want to call it, the reefer. <laughs> and uh, she makes videos of herself when she's stoned and just saying whatever Random comes things. to mind. And she's called Oprah as fake as they come. And, of course, Oprah doesn't care. She doesn't care at all, and she will never respond. No. So. And that someone even saw it. You know, she really, it's been a tough run for Rose. Yeah. I, I, I just, that's feel all I for can her. say. I feel for her. Okay, yeah. how about this one? Kylie Jenner, quote unquote, used her savings to start Kylie Cosmetics when she was 16 years old. Well, she moved out when she was 15 or 14. First of all, she had her own house when she was 15. And she did get paid like 20000 an episode for, for keeping, keeping up with the car. Good for her. What would you do with that much money on your kid? You put it in the bank. Right. Well, I so believe her. I totally do it. She started her lip thing. I love that she's... She got know, a loan from Chris, but you know, yeah, that's but right. She used her own money as part of it, yeah. too. Good okay, for her. here's a Tim McGraw quote for today. Everybody fights in front of their kids. That's part of the deal. True that. Is that true? Is that a true thing? I know, as my you experience, try not to. You as try a kid, not to, but yeah. I mean, my gosh! Oh my God! I, my my. They're parents. with you. They don't go away. Yeah, they're with you all the time. So of course you're gonna have moments. Yeah, I, I remember classic ones. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> I remember one on '94. My kids remind me of the fight. We, we pulled over, mom. And I'm like, we did. That oh, couldn't have been this mother. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. I remember one time my mom and dad, my mom was so mad. My dad had a part-time job at the NCO club when we lived on base at, in Johnson. Where's so, Johnson? Johnson Air Force Base in Japan. And um, sometimes he would stay, you know, he wouldn't come home for dinner. Okay. And he'd come home, you know, smelling like Jack and Coke. And my mom had made, per my dad's request, a dove dinner. My dad had gone hunting in Korea for dove, if you can even imagine. He was always shooting things and trying to get us to eat it. Oh. And so he was late. Late. like For two, his own special meal. For his own special meal. And when he walked in the door, my mom picked up the dove. And I remember it just kind of looked gray and little. And she just hurled it at him and called him a name. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my sisters and I cue to go upstairs or I, we might have gone out the back door. Uh-huh. Uh-oh, mom and dad are going to have a fight. We don't need Wait. to see this. You know? No, you don't. And she, my dad ducked and they hit the wall behind him and mm-hmm. it left a nice greasy <laughs> I love that. imprint on the Shh. wall. You know, my dad, oh, what did I do? You know, <laughs> I'll remind my dad of that and he will have no memory. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. He likes to forget that um, he was ever married to my mom and had four children with him, so... At certain family things, that's always so enjoyable. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, parents do fight in front of their kids. Yeah, they do. Okay, um, Reese Witherspoon. I did not have a lot of support with my first baby. Okay, she had that first one um, with She's Ava, 23. When She's she 23. was 23 years old with Ryan Phillippe. They, were, they just had gotten off meeting and starring in Cruel Intentions. Yes. She's 23. He's 23. People probably were like, what are you two doing? She got pregnant, and I'm sure she didn't. I would, I'm sure this is a very, very true statement. She's probably happy she had kids early. 
Well, right, but you then know? she had the other one with Jim Toth. So they have the two, Ava and uh, the boy that looks exactly like his hot dad. And they then, each they each have a doppelganger. And the child. second one, Deacon. I think it's Deacon yeah. and Ava. And then the little one is called like her clothing line, something fancy like oh, um, Draper. Draper. Thank you. Are you no, no, that was that's Justin Blake Timberlake. Lively. Blake Lively. I don't know. It's some other name. All right, fine. We won't. We won't talk about. It. Okay, here's another one. Zoe. Kravitz thinks Channum, a.k.a. Channing Tatum, has depth both as a person and an actor. Hollywood, speak that, please. She's, She's directed getting them. laid and so happy. <laughs> and directed That's them. what I'm just going to say. She's directed them in a new movie. And so happy. Yeah. He can do no wrong. She's in an orgasmic haze right now, and good for her. Yep, all right. He's our magic mic boy, mm-hmm. if you're wondering who Channum is. All right, we're, we are live at the Minnesota State Fair. We're going to take a quick break.